Hello, everybody. This episode is about starting a restorative justice, restorative practices program in your school. My name is Elizabeth, and I am happy to be back. I was on vacation for a week, relaxing in Maine, and I am ready to talk about my passion, which is promoting positive school culture and school-wide disciplinary practices. A lot of people want to know what restorative justice and restorative practices looks like. When they read articles about it, they say, it sounds fascinating, but I don't know how to start this and I can't envision what it looks like. So I decided to make this podcast to discuss the premise behind restorative justice and how you would start a program in your school or at least give you some suggestions on how to start that. So we want to go drill back a little bit and talk about the origin of restorative justice, which was to find a way to balance the justice uh, system so that things are worked out to make things right instead of punishing people and keeping people in jail or prison, helping people restore the um, relationship back and make restitution so that the harm was undone or at least minimized. And this, um, this idea and this practice goes all the way back to indigenous cultures, but it was reestablished in Australia and New Zealand in effort to reduce not only the population in prisons, but to formulate a better way to solve problems amongst people and to have people really take responsibility for a crime, a, a wrongdoing, and to return them back to society. So that's the premise of it. The, the history of it is really deep and fascinating, but uh, for purposes of brevity, we'll just sum up to say that uh, this practice expanded. It really took off in the 1990s, and a lot of uh, police um, precincts and Law agencies decided that this would be a great idea to keep juveniles out of trouble and out of prison and adults as well. And social work agencies decided to use this practice to make things right between in domestic violence situations. And gradually, this practice was uh, established in schools and in, in, in New Zealand because what, what what was happening was the researchers were trying to say, how can we make a school better? How can we return students back to school instead of keeping them out of school? And why are the same students being suspended over and over again? What is the root of the problem? So these practices were tried in school and they were expanded. They were expanded to incorporate practices used in the indigenous cultures, such as circle practices and restorative conversations and restorative conferences, again, to mediate what uh, things that wrongdoings and make them right. 
And eventually this expanded to conflict management and in disciplinary practices in the classroom. And there's a deep sense of history that goes back into restorative practices, and it's really rich. And I'm working on my manuscript uh, over two years now to hope to bring this to um, to a wider audience so that people really see what it's about and how it came to schools in a very um, roundabout way to improve culture, to make things right, to, to open up possibilities that a school setting doesn't have to be a negative culture where students are not only being punished, but relationships are decaying and degrading and there's bullying and students don't want to come to school. We can do the opposite where we can set a positive tone in culture and make students, especially those students who have been marginalized or kicked out of school or ignored or not served in schools to make them feel wanted and a sense of belonging. So how does this project start in a school? And what's the best way to do this? Um, I've been asked this by students. I've been asked by friends. I've been asked this by other colleagues. And what I what I want to say is that the the premise of restorative work is teamwork and consensus. And consensus building is not easy. It's not simple. It's not a quick fix. Uh, you can't just slap things together. Consensus building takes time. And in my opinion, I think consensus building can only work in a culture that has a different mindset and is ready for it. And the readiness comes from not only teachers wanting this, but leaders have to really want it because leaders have to support this. Leaders must support this with finances and leaders must support this with budgeting and scheduling. And the main thing is that leaders must want to see a change. Leaders must want positive culture and teachers must want positive culture and not just pay lip service because it's going to take a lot of work. So how do we start this? Well, I recommend that it gets started in many ways. The first way is absolute planning. It doesn't just happen overnight or because it's a good idea or because the district came up with funds. It comes because people want it and they're willing to sit down at the table and plan. And the right people have to sit down, the representatives who are for it, who want to understand it, who are for change. So a committee should be formed, a restorative justice committee should be formed, and it should be a series of meetings that are meaningful and focused and purposeful. And I believe that goal setting happens together, but first people have to really understand the problems. So the leadership plays a key role, and the leadership needs another leader to delegate this this process to as well, because the leadership is involved with running the school. The principal is involved with running the school, setting forth the mission statement, making sure the instructional goals are met. The principal alone cannot do this, nor can the assistant principals. They're in charge of many things. So I believe that a restorative justice leader should be appointed to the school, should be employed by the school, and the restorative justice leader would be called a restorative justice coordinator. In my opinion, we really need somebody who's going to take charge. This can be an expert from the outside who's hired or a person in the inside who's knowledgeable on this subject. 
maybe the director of uh, student life can um, take on this process, but it needs to be somebody who's really devoted to building up a team of people who will participate in this and roll it out to, to, to the, to the entire faculty and create buy-in. So that's the start. Now the committee work that needs to be done on a ongoing basis with organization and dedication. And I do believe that team building is the first step. So before coming out with the program, the team has to have a community building effort within the team experience itself. So to practice building community within the team is important. So the restorative justice facilitator should hire a trainer, should with the team, with the principal, hire a training um, consulting um, firm or a trainer who can bring about the um, the internal work needed to build the team to understand the restorative process so that it can be rolled out to the faculty and implemented. Once this is established and there's a sense of team and a sense of community, it's going to be contagious, but then it will help with all the problem areas that are going to happen in in building a restorative um, program because there will be problems and obstacles. So there needs to be a team effort and uh, there needs to be ongoing training for the teachers in the school. And I believe that the training should be done by an expert who understands the school culture and the team can help the person understand the appointed um trainer understand the school culture by having them come to the site and visit and look at statistics together and look at possibilities together and what works for the school together. The team should look at statistics together to learn what the problems are. So problems such as what are the suspension rates? Are they um, decreasing or increasing? What are they compared to last year? Who is getting suspended? Which subgroups are getting suspended? Is it male? Is it female? Are there students with special needs getting suspended more than others? Are students in marginalized groups getting suspended? Are black students getting suspended more than others? Which students are getting suspended? Which grades? Look at that data together. Look at attendance data together to, to look at school morale together. Are teachers leaving the job? Is there a high teacher turnover? Why is that so? Or maybe the school is already functioning very well, and maybe there just needs to be a sense of refreshed, renewed, and reestablished disciplinary programs and belief in positive school culture across the school culture. So all of these will be discussions that happen first within the the, uh, restorative justice team. Who are the representatives? There need to be representatives across the school culture, so we need school leaders who are dedicated. We need head teachers who are dedicated, lead teachers. We need uh, paraprofessionals or teachers' assistants, depending on the structure of your school. We also need parent representatives who can be cheerleaders for this process. And depending on the age, we need student representatives as well, so that all stakeholders can have an input as to how to implement this program. 
The team would also look at scheduling and what works best for the school, depending on the age, maturity, grade level of the students, the budget of what's available, and the um, what the school wants to accomplish. Maybe the school wants to have regular restorative circles. Maybe the school wants to put in innovative programs, such as in Baltimore, where they have restorative circles and mindfulness, and they use mindfulness instead of detention. Maybe there's a need for restorative conferencing. Maybe there's a need for extended programs, such as peer mediation or conflict mediation. The team needs to look at this together, and the assistant principals and the principal ultimately have the um, the final say because they have to fill out forms for budgeting and answer back to the district. But the team should come up and drive the ideas and work together in a community effort to build this program. Now, timelines are important. We can't expect this to be a quick fix. Planning is important. Ongoing discussions are important. And ways to fix the problems when they happen are very important. One idea might be to have a pilot program and try a few classes and compare the statistics, the data of how it works compared to other disciplinary practices, have teachers who are enthusiastic representatives to speak to faculty members and parents about the process once the pilot program is finished. One thing I must say is that good programs should not be abandoned. Because there are problems with the program, it doesn't mean that the program should be let go. The idea behind restorative practices to make, is to make a change in the school culture. A change in the school culture to make it more positive means that there has to be an ongoing effort to be more proactive, preventative, and to look at systems across the whole school. Not just one or two students who keep getting suspended, but systems across the whole school. So there's a deep and lasting sense of a continuum, looking at data, working with the counseling staff, working with um, providers and social workers, community members to see what the troops can do to make the school a better place. What are the possibilities for helping kids to do right, to take responsibility for their own behavior? So I These are my recommendations for starting a restorative justice program, looking also at successful programs that are out there, reading articles together, discussing what could possibly work realistically, discussing goals, maybe special programs for students who have special needs or special interests in terms of, I don't mean special education, but special needs that Maybe they need a confidential or private space for a restorative group. The counselors can help, and the counselors can have their own restorative groups. So thank you so much for listening, and I hope that you enjoyed uh, my very basic uh, presentation on bringing a restorative justice program into your school. I am working on writing, so I hope to bring you more information on Uh, my upcoming publications in the future. Thank you so much.